Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Boomer and the Babe studio at the Feeding Arizona building in Youngtown, Arizona, it's time for Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. Success or Failure is the show that gives you methods and principles to guide you to your best business and your best self. Now here are Tom Legering and Terry Munther. Oh, hey. Welcome to Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. I'm Dr. Terry Munther along with author and entrepreneur Tom Legering. Each month we get together on this program to discuss and share ideas for meeting personal and financial goals and improving the quality of our lives. We'll talk about the tried and true concepts found in the book, Success or Failure, The Choice is Yours. We hope you'll join in the conversation by calling or emailing us with your thoughts at blogtalkradio.com forward slash boomer and babe or www.successorfailure.org. Once again, thank you for joining us. And this is Dr. Terry Munther along with Tom Legering. Tom, good to be back in Arizona. <laughs> nice and warm. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes, it's, it's nice. Um, uh, uh, as we broadcast this, uh, winter storms are hitting the northeast, and I've just uh, come in from the northwest, and we're in the nice southwest and, uh, in the winter time, and it's it's good. Yeah, it should be about 77 today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, life is good. Life is really good. I, I don't start functioning until I get up over about 75. So. <laughs> and we, that's not years. <laughs> for those of you that may be listening for the first time, we do this once a month, and, and I also uh, reside uh, in uh, the great Northwest, uh, as, as well as here in the Southwest. So sometimes we broadcast uh, these shows via telephone when I'm uh, not sitting next to Tom, as we are now uh, here at the Sun City <coughs> uh, Country Club in Sun City, Arizona. So, again, good to be back. Tom, what's what's new with you? Well, there's an awful lot going on here at the club. We're... we're constantly reinventing ourselves to make the club more fun for our visitors and our members and our guests. It's uh, it's always a challenge, but it's always a good challenge. And this morning we attended a, a group <coughs> business networking meeting, and the people were talking about, well, it's the Super Bowl weekend. We have the Super Bowl. That's, we had the Pro Bowl and then now we're having the Super Bowl this weekend, and they're having the uh, Phoenix Open. All of these things are going on. There's so much activity going on, and there's a lot of out-of-state, out out-of-town visitors into our area and trying to make sure that we put our best foot forward and make sure that they have a good time is always paramount in what we're 
what we're trying to do. But one of the things at the networking meeting, they said, what's super about your business? And it didn't take me too long to figure it out, is it's the people that you deal with. And people, when they go to play golf, they want to have a good time, and they're out here for that purpose. And that's that's just a, a, a real nice atmosphere to be working with people. And when they're out, uh, some sometimes from out of state, they see them thawing out. <laughs> yeah. So, but the things that being in the golf business, uh, which is a tough business to be in, as financially, uh, it's how do you how do you get to be a community asset? How do you benefit your community by what you're doing here? And I have the good fortune to have a good team uh, that is running the the club, so it gives me time to go into the community and do volunteer work. And one of the things that we're doing now is uh, I work with Eve's Place, helping victims of domestic violence. I'm on the Peoria Education Foundation where we help get scholarships for kids. And I work with uh, the Chamber of Commerce, Peoria Chamber of Commerce, and we try to work with the community. But then when it comes down to working with individuals, this is what the book is really about, Success or Failure, the Choice is Yours. Is It's been out for about five years now, and <clears throat> we've seen some people make remarkable changes in their life. And... I've been talking and doing interviews to find out with the people that did make a success and make changes. They chose success. And I ask them, well, what actually got you to start and do that? Well, I decided that what I have, what I've done with my life so far, isn't rewarding isn't making me a happy person. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to now develop a a position that will... I'm in the process of rewriting the book. And I've mentioned that you need to run your life like a business. And I'm just putting this out with people to see if they they get it. And they say, well, I don't want to be in business, you know. But... If you think about it, running your life like a business, it's how do you put yourself in a position for a profit? What's the profit from your life? And are you getting those things? So it's kind of a hard concept for people to grasp, but the idea it doesn't have to be money. You know, after you take care of food, clothing, and shelter, and maybe transportation nowadays, uh, most of the things that you want that give you fulfillment don't cost money. Right. I mean, you can actually say, well, what is it that really makes me happy? And when I work with victims of domestic violence, to a person, I haven't had one person come up with a different answer. I like to help people. Well, the reason that they got into the chaos of being a victim was they were trying to help this person that was a predator. Mm-hmm. And so they were actually trying to be good people and help them, help the other person. 
and that person just happened to be a predator that put them in that bad situation. So I'm working with them to see how to how to get their lives around. If you like to help people, you have to understand you're a person. That means you're a people. So you got to start with you, and that's really the premise of the of the book: success or failure. The choice is yours. But in that equation, how many people say, "Oh, I choose failure." <laughs> right. Not and, many. <laughs> and what what does that look like? I mean, it sounds like a stupid question. You know, like why are you even asking me that? I of course I want success. Well, then we have to say, what does that look like? And this is what I've found with the book, the the shortcoming in it is that it doesn't help people get started. It doesn't get to the place where I need to change and please give me a way to do that. There's thousands of self-help books. I mean, you can go on Google and say, give me a list of all the self-help books and the endless. You'll, you'll just... <laughs> You know, you, yeah. your your computer will be clogged with stuff, and the cloud will be <laughs> be full. But what what I'm looking at is how do how am I going to be able to put a uh, a book together that will help people get started? And to get started, what we have to realize is where are we now? Like, if you're going to map out a program or you want to go to a certain destination, first of all, you have to know where you're at now. So like with your phones, you go in and you click on it, it knows where you're at. So it says you are right here, 9433 North 107th Avenue, Sun City, Arizona. Okay, you're here. Where do you want to go? And then you tell it where you want to go and it shows the map and it shows where the destination is and you can get down to the final thing and as you, as you draw the the picture of where it is, they'll probably have a picture of your destination. Mm-hmm. So I want to go to 800 North Poinsettia, Manhattan Beach, California and it shows here's the route, you get on Highway 10, you go do this, you turn here, you do that and there's picture of the house. So it now, how do you turn that into how you do it with your life? Well, the first thing is understand not only where you're at now, but take responsibility of your where you're at now with the decisions that you made in the past. And if you're not happy, if you're happy with where you're at now, just see how you can complete, com, you know, make that more or make that at least sustainable so I'm in a good place. It's like when when you retired from being a a superintendent of schools, I mean, you were happy at first because you didn't have that pressure cooker that you were living in. But, I mean, you you liked your job, but there was a lot of pressure with it, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And so... Whatever our situation is, and, and you got to that job by striving and working and getting your education and constantly improving yourself and moving up the chain, well, those were decisions that you had to make. I want to get to this place. And then when you get to that place, then you have to decide if you really like it. Right. Like, 
And I guess I would, I don't think I'm contesting what you're saying. I hope I'm adding to it. I guess my position would also be that as human beings, we always want something else or to go somewhere else. It's part of human nature. Mm -hmm. uh, no matter how we got there or where we're at, I mean, I, I think you're making a good point. We've got to determine where's my life at and am I happy with it mm -hmm. and how did I get here. I got all that. <clears throat> but I think the next step, invariably is, okay, now I want to see something new. Right. It may be wanting, I mean, uh, to use poor analogies, even though I like where I am, I'm sitting here in a beautiful place in Sun City Country Club, some point today I want to, want to go somewhere to eat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Okay. So I will always be on the move. Okay. And so I think as we think about progressing with our life is, yes, take stock of where we're at, but then the next thought probably is what can make it better, which is what you're saying. Right. Or what do I want that I don't have? Mm -hmm. Where do I want to go that I'm not or haven't been? And, and then we start the process of the book again, as, as we've read and taught and you've written. You know, it is that planning process. But I think for me anyway, and I, I would argue it's human nature, we will always want to go somewhere else to do something else, to experience something new, because if we don't, we're probably dead. Well, yes. See, and, and <laughs> I, 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 I see that I see where we're, we're not really uh, saying different things. It's what I'm looking to, to do is get people to visualize that place where, okay, I'm a lot of times people say, I just want to retire. Well, I found out I'm a failure. I'm a total <laughs> failure. Yeah, we both I didn't yeah. choose failure. I just <laughs> am a failure because I can't do retirement. With me, retirement is I want to be doing something that helps my myself, my family, and my community. That's right. what I want to do. And I think most people are have similar things. Some people just want to help themselves and, and do things that make them happy, and I have no problem with that. Right. It's As long as they're not taken from somebody uh, uh, where they're not supposed to or, or taking advantage of people, I have no problem with that. Some people want to be just in a vegetative state. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to... You know, it depends yeah. on what they're trying to accomplish, and all what I want people to be able to do is just sit back and say, I only have one life. Yeah. <clears throat> this is not a dress rehearsal where you don't get to go, oh, I made that mistake. Well, I'll go back to being 20, and then I'll undo that. No, right. I'm 76 right now, and there are certain things I still want to accomplish in my life. There's certain things that I want to be able to just not do anything. I like right. to be a vegetable sometimes and just look out and say, oh, this is pretty cool. I get to rest. And then I have enough energy to go and do the things that I want right. to do. But in everything that you've just said, and I, I think we both agree on this point, is what we're asking people to do is we do trainings from the book Success or Failure or we do self-help mm -hmm. uh, discussions with people, whatever, is we're asking them to make conscious decisions in their lives. Rather than let it happen to them, we're asking them to make it happen right. through conscious decisions and planning. 
rather yes. because I think that I still will all want to go somewhere, do something, make changes in our lives, but all too often I think we let it happen. And we say, oh, I didn't want to be here, or I wish that hadn't happened, or I don't know how this happened, I don't know where all my money went, because there was no conscious action right. to make it better. They rolled with the punches, if you will. Right. And and so, you know, I, I think it's, it's not to get too Middle Eastern, but it, it's consciousness and making decisions and thinking and planning and um, you know, I, I don't know why it just popped up. I remember seeing a presentation of Deepak Chopra one time, okay. and he was talking about people who had addictions, uh, specifically alcoholism, and, and he said, you know, not everyone's an alcoholic or whatever, but he said, if you're going to drink, make a conscious decision to enjoy each sip. Right. He said, far too often, you'll look and the bottle or the can is empty, and you'll say, hmm. Yeah. I must have drank that. Right. And I, so I guess I'm saying the same thing. I think what we're asking people to do with the book or our trainings is make conscious decisions. Enjoy every day, but know what you're doing along the way. Even if that conscious decision is today I'm going to rest. Well, yeah. what does rest look like? Yeah. Does it mean are you going to nap? Yeah. Or are you going to read? Mm-hmm. Or uh, are you going to get back to that novel? Are you or go on a hike. Are you going to go on a hike? What? But you're planning the rest, right. even. Right. Rather than fall asleep and wake up and say, oh, my God, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, and so the book, is, as we have taught from the book, and I know now in what you wanted to talk about, too, is we're talking about rewriting and making it better. But the book really starts out with, yes, assess where you're at, but then start visualizing where you want to go and once you've got that picture firmly in your mind about what success is, as we talk about running the movie backwards then, what did it take right. to get there, and what's that first action step and that second action, so, you know, the one foot in front of the other. It's very simple. I mean, everyone has that thought. I mean, we all say, oh, of course. I mean, yeah, that's that's not rocket science. Who thought of that? Right. You know, you guys aren't geniuses for coming up with that statement. no. The, the difference is having a support system and having the impetus and the motivation and someone with you, whether it be this book or whether it be us or whether it be a spouse or a friend, to help you along the way to make that plan to get, whether it's your phone, yeah. <laughs> to, to get to California, right. or it's someone else to say, help me plan this out so I can follow a step-by-step process to consciously move where I want to move and make the decisions in my mind and planning it out rather than letting it happen. That See, that letting it happen is what got us to where we're at, not not right. yourself or myself, because I do have a plan, and I'm, I read it every morning, what I'm trying to do, and I read it every night, this is what I'm trying to do, and I pick that tip up from... Uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Everything he said works, but you don't get satisfaction from just reaching a goal. I mean, success is reaching your goals. Happiness is being happy with the goals that you've reached. Right. The getting the things. I always wanted a new car, so you go buy a new car, and then you're not really happy with it, 
because pretty soon it's two years old and you're still making five years of payments on it. So it's no longer the success you thought it was. And that's exactly what we're talking about is understand that you're where you're at today Mm -hmm. because of decisions you've made in the past. And all we are saying to you, it's that simple. You can be where you want to be, where you visualize where you want to go, and what we're trying to do is get people to say, I'm not happy with where I'm at, and I think most people, the majority of humans are going to say, that's true, I'm not happy. I am in a different place. I am very happy with where I'm at because this is where I design myself to be. Right. So I've been doing this since I was 19, and now I'm 76. So I'm I'm happy with this projection, but I'm looking at other people and saying, how can I give back to my community? How can I do this? How do you get people? I get some people, and they read the book, and it, it just takes off, and I contact them, and they say, oh, it's wonderful. I've got myself. I've always wanted to be with productive people, and now I'm in a group, and they're all helping each other, and they're all moving forward. Well, how hard was that? Yeah. I mean, it's not, like you say, it's not rocket science. It's just you have to think about it and say, well, I've got all these friends, and they all like to go out and and drink every night. Well, maybe I don't like to drink every night. Maybe I don't even like to drink, or whatever it is, whatever the activity is that stops you from going to where you want to be. And if going out and drink every night takes you to where you want to be, I'm I'm not, that isn't my job. My job is just to let you know that the end result, that having success and being happy with your success is my job. That's what I want to do is let people get to a point by following a program that they will have a support system. And that is one of the things that I, I did want to, talk about today, if people will go to our website, which is successorfailure.org, you go on, you can buy the book for, I think, $9, $8.99 or whatever it is, and if you buy the book and you actually get started, first of all, when I get my reprint, you'll get the reprint free, and you also get mentoring until I send you the new book. And then after I send you the new book, you still get 30 days, and it's all free. So we're we're combining what we're doing with another person. His name is David Phelan, and he's a consultant uh, that helps people with their addictions or with the things that they're trying to not do that allows them to start, something that holds... What holds you back? So we're trying to combine this whole idea with that idea of how do you get people to start? And you just it's a conscious effort where you have to say to yourself, I'm in a place I don't want to be, and I'm not sure exactly how I want to get there. I need some help, and that's what the book will help you do. Or not necessarily only in a place I don't want to be, but I'm in a place where I want to get better at something. That's that's perfect. <clears throat> so if you yeah. know if if you're happy, I got a great job, great family, or I'm in a great retirement situation, whatever. 
but by God, I've always wanted to learn to play the piano, <laughs> right? It could, right? It could be that easy. I mean, we mm-hmm. we did a, a class uh, one time uh, for retirees, and that was one lady came up with that. She said, I've always wanted to play the piano. Well, then let's develop the plan using the book and, and the six steps that are in the book. And for those of you that haven't seen the book, that what makes it different? We've talked about there's there's a million self-help books, and and Tom uh, authored this book uh, really for his kids, but it really, more than a book, it's a workbook, and it's just that big. I mean, it's not intimidating. I don't know how many pages, but not many. No. And, and it's a fill-in-the-blank workbook. And if you work through the book and do the assignments and spend just a little time every day, you get from start to finish or start to success. And, and then uh, Tom asked me a few years ago, using the book, uh, since I had also been a presenter along with working in education, you know, could we teach classes and present it for either corporations or others? And we've, we've done it for homeless veterans. We've presented the ideas from the book and, and at, at, uh, for victims of domestic violence, but we've also done it for retirees. We've done it for college courses. We've done it for businesses. And so uh, it's just using a workbook to go through a process which is very simple and the added benefit is besides it's a workbook and it's step by step is that you have the support of us if you choose to do that and and you get where you want to go whether that be uh, learning to play piano mm-hmm. getting a new job uh, getting out of your addiction I mean it, it, it goes the gamut you choose what success is but in a nutshell that's what we're talking about for those of you that are not familiar with the book and I know what we've uh, been talking about constantly is how do we improve the book and what are the shortcomings and can we help people and as Tom has said that the hardest part is always start uh, it's the hardest part of anything you have to make the decision to start and actually take the time to plan um, and so that's really what we're doing now. Yeah, the, that's part of this is is getting people to start. And in the in the new book, I, I tell like I said I said this before is uh, I've I've had people look at some of my rough drafts and they say, well, you keep talking about running your 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 life like a business. I don't want to be a business. I'm a person, but. It just means for a profit. So what is the profit that you want? What is the benefit that you want to get out of your life? And that's one of the things I ask people to do is write a uh, your epitaph. So people say, well... Kind of morbid. Yeah. <laughs> why, why would I want to know what about me being dead? Me not having any more opportunities, not having opportunities to enjoy my life. And that's what the point of it is, is are you enjoying your life now? If you're not, who's in charge? Who gets to fix it? And it's I tell people, when I work with victims of domestic violence, I have a little handheld mirror, and I said, here's the person. You want to help people? Start here. And that's what this thing is, is that if you're not happy with your life, it's not only probable, it's very possible, it's very doable to make the changes that are necessary. You just have to visualize where this thing is that you want to do. One of the things I'm using, a lot of times people will say, uh, 
how how do I get started? Uh, you just have to decide you want something different, and you ha- you can't just vision you can't just sit there and say it. You have to physically write it. There's a there's a knack of taking a pen and pencil and writing, not on your computer, on paper and pencil, and you write. It goes into your subconscious. I'm not qualified to tell you why it works that way. I'm just telling you that's how it works. But that's an action step in itself. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> because we can all always say, okay, I'm ready to get started. Okay, now I'm going to go do something else. No. Yeah, <laughs> right. What's the first step? Yeah. And the first step is what you're saying, and, and it's in the, in the book as well, whether it's the epitaph or we're talking about, but we ask them, so write your definition of success. Yeah, what is it? <clears throat> and, and write it in one sentence. Mm-hmm. You know, what if you read that sentence, would that be your definition of success? And if that's step one. I mean, that's, that's the start. Yeah. It's that simple. But it means taking an action to grab a pen or a pencil mm-hmm. or a keyboard. <laughs> right. Well, I try to get them away from keyboard <laughs> yeah. because yeah. It, it doesn't seem to work in, with your subconscious, and it, you have to. It's like opportunities. I, I'm sure everybody's heard. Oh, uh, I did, that person is so lucky they had this opportunity. Well, how many of you have had opportunities that you didn't take? Yeah. Things came your way, and you said, uh, "No, thank you. I." I'm too busy right now. Or I'm okay, or that's too yeah. risky. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah. And so the part of why we don't get the things that we want in our life is, A, we don't know what they are because we haven't sat down with ourselves and figured out what it is that would make us happy. What makes, what things, and that I'm, I'm going with things at this time, material things, that you need in your life. And I try to tell people it's food, clothing, and shelter. And if you get past that, then you go into transportation so that you can be mobile and you have access to and from things. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of car? What kind of house do you want to live in? What area? Where do you want your kids to go to school? Where All these things that you want, you just put them down on paper and you assign a monetary value to it and you say... Well, I could live very comfortably on $5,000 a month. Okay, if that's what it would, and you could buy the house and have your house payment, your car payment, you could have all these things, and that's what it would cost. Then, and that costs five, and you make 2500 Well, you got a gap. So the opportunity is... How do I close my gap? Right, and that's where the plan is. That's where the plan. <clears throat> the plan is how do I close the gap? And that's then working through the workbook. Yeah. Um, you know that first step again is coming up with what is the success, mm-hmm. moving to what's the gap to get there. Right. And I, I use the analogy. Okay, if you've gotten your your definition of success, then you have the ending to the movie. Right. Right. I can see the ending. That's the ending I want. That's the end to the story that I prefer, and I've written that ending. Well, then run the movie backwards. What happened before that ending and before that and before that and before that, and you get back to what was that first step that led to that ending? 
Right. And and that's the first action step. And so it it may be in the, to use the case you're just talking about. You have a gap financially. It may be then that I need more education, right? So right. my first step tomorrow is to get online and start looking at community colleges or coursework yeah. that I can I can obtain to get me that education. It may be that I'm going to have to look elsewhere, and my first step tomorrow is doing a resume to send to different places. Yeah. Uh, upgrade we'll your job. Where I want to go, right? I mean, these are all simple steps, and again, not rocket science. And if you're listening to this, you probably say, "Yeah, of course, yeah." Yeah, that but makes sense. That makes sense, of course. But it does. are you doing are it? Are you doing <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> and if you have to work through a workbook that says, "Write down today what you did," yeah. for step two, right. uh, it 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 just does make you. It's. The, Go to the piano analogy. It's the teacher that's that's going to check and make sure you did your half hour of practice. Right. Right. You you, you cannot practice and go to next week's lesson, but you're not going to have gone anywhere or been any better. Right. Yeah. And and so it is that workbook to check off that I did my right. practice. I did my work for today. And see, and this is what happens is this. I try and revolve it back to the opportunity stage. So once you have your plan and you know that you want to that you want to improve yourself, whether it's a piano thing or you want to have a better job, once you are on that track and you say, okay, well, I need education. I need to. There's so many ways to get education, uh, and and cost is not any any one of them. But the main thing is that you look at what stops you from making that step. Is it fear? Is it, uh, you know, you think you have too many other obligations that you shouldn't do something for yourself? You have to figure out what is holding you back. And once you break through that barrier and you actually commit, yes, I have all these obligations. I'm going to commit to doing all those obligations. But I'm also going to commit to myself because you're first. You can't help other people if you don't help you. So if you... Commit to that first part and you say, I'm going to go online and I'm going to start taking online courses. Well, which courses should you take? One of the ways is you go in and you talk to your boss and you say, you know, I want to be more productive and because I need to make more money. Is, is that possible at this job? And your boss will give you a clue. Mm-hmm. Yes, no. Well, here's how you go. We're... You have no idea how easy it is to move up in the world of mediocrity that we live in. <laughs> so when you you stand out, like people will say, oh, look at that person. They're high energy. They admit their mistakes. They try to correct them. They're moving forward. They're always doing something. Well, those are the people that also, because they have their plan, they see opportunities come to them because they're working their plan. And right. when somebody says to you, oh, would you like to go on uh, a cruise uh, to the Bahamas? And you say, um, well, when would that be? And then you look at your plan and you say, no, I can't do that. And the other person says, well, uh, I'm going to take this class and... There's an uh, there's 
gainful employment at the end. If we get this, then we can go to this right. next step. Would you do that with me? Well, if you didn't have your plan, that opportunity would still be there, but you wouldn't recognize it, and you'd go right past it. Yeah. The opportunities are there every day for us to have the things we want, but we don't see them because we don't have a plan that allows us to recognize them. And, and we're not taking the action plan. Yes. Taking steps each day to get there. And the other thing I would add to that discussion would be, and I've, I've told young people this who say, yeah, especially young people with families, I can't, you know, I'm, I've got to make, got to stay in this job that I hate right. because it pays the mortgage and we got kids and we got doctor bills and blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I'm, they are feeling stuck. Mm-hmm. The one thing is if you do a plan, say, okay, you don't want that job, you don't want that life, yeah, you may have to be stuck for a bit, but at least if you're working on a plan of improvement, whether it be coursework or resumes to other jobs or talking to people in the business you want to be in, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, which right. makes the job you're stuck in better and except more manageable. If you say, I get it, i got to do this for X amount of time. Right. But in the meantime, I'm not just doing nothing. I'm not just saying I'm stuck here for 40 years. Right. It's I have a plan, yeah. and I'm taking action steps, and now I'm back to this job. And then tomorrow in my spare time, I'm going to start working on my plan again. It seems to make both environments better. It it does because you're going to accept the job that you're at and put out more effort in it right. because you have a way of saying, I don't have to do this for the next 40 years. I am going to move on because I'm going to do the best job I can do right here. And what will probably happen, not saying this happens all the time, somebody's going to notice you because you will stand out that average is so low (laughs) that anybody that's productive is is just seen head and shoulders above everybody. Right. You're a ten foot tall person, you know, in the Lilliputian network. Mediocrity is invisible, but anything above mediocrity is. <laughs> yes, yes, that that's where you stand out, and this is all. It all comes in. It's exactly what you were saying. Is that you were over here, and you're in your in your plan of of uh, just having your forty your job, and then you're going to die, and I hate it, to now you have your plan and you've written it out and you read it in the morning and you read it at night and you see opportunities that are going to come to you because you you develop a, the executive no. Somebody yeah. says, oh, uh, let's go out for a drink afterward. Oh, I can't. I have to go to my college class. Right. Oh, what are you doing that for? Oh, I'm going to do this, <coughs> this, and this. Yeah. Oh, you are. Well, I heard that there's opportunity over here. Have you looked at that? That subject would have never come up if you weren't working your plan. And and the the piece, too, about having it written. The very first job I ever had was a a teaching job uh, that was okay. You know, I mean, I got in the business and I enjoyed teaching, but it isn't where I wanted to be. And eventually, not after too long, I decided I wanted to become a school administrator. Whether that was smart or not, who knows. But I was smart enough at the time of being 22 or 23 years old to actually write down where I wanted to be on a piece of notebook paper 
mm -hmm. as I was grading papers. I was teaching English, so I probably ripped one out. And I wrote down uh, school principal in five years. And I taped it on my desk drawer. So drawers closed, right? Right. Kids could come up to the desk. It didn't matter. But every day or I don't know how many times a day, whenever I would open that drawer up to get a pen or a pencil or any of my supplies, I saw my little affirmation, if you will. And it made, yeah, okay, this job's okay. I'm getting experience. But it also makes me go talk to the principal and say, what else do I need to do? What courses do I need to do? Whatever. And it was just a constant. I mean, at some times it was kind of annoying probably to open that up. And, you know, some people put it on their fridge or whatever yeah. it is. But, I mean, as you roll through the workbook that Tom has written, there are pieces that you will have to look at and read every day. Right. And what that does is it just keeps you moving forward. And, and that's a, that's a key, key piece. Put it on your fridge, put it in your desk, whatever it is, but look at it every day what your definition of success is or the, or the goal you're trying to obtain. So our time's going to run short, oh, no, um, we, but we got I, the key question I still want to ask you, Tom, uh, is we're, we're talking about, um, uh, yeah, talking about what changes to the book you're you're planning on and why. And I know you've been talking to some people, so I'm very familiar with the book. Obviously, yeah. taught the book. What what are you planning for changes to the book? The the main thing is uh, that I found the problem with it is. The people that that don't succeed using it only read the first chapter, and then they stop. Okay. And I'm trying to get people to think like a business and figure out what their profit in life is, which goes to writing your epitaph. So when it when your life is over, what do you want the world to have known that you existed? I mean, whatever it is, it's you. So you get to write your own epitaph, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to get people to be able to live that. So I'm writing uh, in how to – I also am a SCORE certified mentor, and all the people that use the book want mentoring. If you go have a business, you're going to get that free free mentoring from SCORE uh, from me. Uh, but what I'm trying to do is – get them to think of their life like a business for the profit, and they get to decide what the profit is. It doesn't have to be money. It can be money enough to sustain a, a certain successful material life, and then the other things that you want in your life that make life worth living, mm -hmm. your personal relationships, the people in your life, the people you can help, the people that you see that as you help them, they help the community, and that's part of it. So a business org chart I have looked at and, and try to develop for personal living starts with Chapter 7. You okay. start with your division. So the book now is Chapter 6. Ends yeah. with Chapter 6. There's six steps. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm going to start <clears throat> with Chapter 7. Okay. Then it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, okay. 6. Okay. And the reason we're starting with 7 is that's the same way you would do a business. Most people think, oh, I'm going to start a business, so you know everything's about uh, I need to do this or I need to get customers right. Mm -hmm. No. In a business, the first thing you have to do is, is Division 7, which is the executive branch, which is 
Why am I here? What pain am I relieving from other people? What am I going to do that for other people so they would give me money okay. or give me satisfaction, the things that I want in my life? Okay, so, so that makes sense because I saw it in the drafts at Chapter 7. And yeah. I, and so what you're saying is we're going to start at the end of the movie. Well, we're going to start with with showing how the movie is going to be played out. It's the draft. It's the vision for my life. Right. So right. we're going to visualize how we want to live our life to the point of where we don't no longer have to work for money. Our money works for us. Okay. We're in a situation where money comes in even if we don't go in, and we're in a position where we get to do the things that we want to do because we're not having to chase money. We don't have to go out every day to make money, and that, in some cases, makes us feel bad because we're doing stuff we don't like to do. Mm-hmm. So, okay. like, in my case, now I I have 70 hour. I'm 76, I have 70-hour work week. I put about 30 hours into... Uh, volunteer work and about 40 hours into different businesses that I'm doing. And that makes me happy. So my habitat says, born in 1938, died in 2138, which happens to be 200 years. So (laughs) my plan is a little bit longer than a lot of other plans because I I don't want to run out of money and have to go when I'm 80 or 90 and go out and hustle like I did when I was in my 20s. So I want to be able to use this, the, the God-given talents that I have, but my my epithet, the saying on it is Tom found success and happiness by helping other people find happiness through their success. That's That's the epithet that I want to have in my life. So that's what I want to instill in other people. And I'm not telling you to have what I want. It's what the individual wants. What do they want? So in Chapter 7, they start up. It's to start now to find out your why. Why you exist. What is it you want to have in your life and how you want to live your life. Because this is the only country in the world where we actually can make decisions. I mean... If you go and look at this films over in the Middle East and stuff like that, you don't have much choice. Your mm-hmm. your your goal is to keep your head down and not get it blown. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and can I get enough food? And can I go find some place to uh, have a drink of water? You know, I mean, all those services are are interrupted. They're back in like the third, fourth century, fifth century, wherever they lived from. But it's find out your why, and then you can find your way. Why I want to be, why do I want to rewrite this book? Then there's my way, okay? And how I write is I start out these things. And in this, I'm going to put chapter seven first, which means start. It's the start chapter. It's the visualization of how you want to live your life. And it's start, that means visualize, set goals, develop a plan, implement your plan, then make analysis of how is my plan going? Am I on track? Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Course correction. Course correction. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought I wanted to make a million dollars, and I made a million dollars, and quite frankly, I'm bored. I mean, you find out once you do some things, it's not what you thought it would be. Having money, you find out, causes a lot of responsibility because people are constantly trying to know you got it and they're trying to get it. So whether they ask for it, family members, friends, unknown friends, <laughs> unknown relatives, whoever it is, there's always somebody that thinks that you should just give them something because you naturally have it, and that's where they ask. So you make analysis, figure out, then you implement your plan again and and repeat. So it's this constant enjoyment of life because you're doing something. I mean, and I don't I don't want to tell people what that is. It's whatever they want to do. If you want to lay face down in the dirt on the beach somewhere <laughs> and that makes you happy, well, go for it. But I plan how to get there. Plan how to get there and then yeah. once you get there if it isn't what you really want, no, you're in charge. Right. So you're not you're not stuck in a 40-year job. Oh, I got to do this because I got kids and I got obligations. No, you got obligations to you first. And so once you take care of you and you're happy, then you can make somebody else happy. Right. Until that point, it's just not going to happen. So one of the things I want to tell people is we're we're doing a survey and um uh, we're asking people to uh, just answer these questions, and uh, I'll, I'll just go through some of this stuff with you. Um, the first one is, which do you prefer when you purchase a book? Uh, do you want to purchase at a bookstore, purchase a book online, or purchase an e-book? Have you ever purchased a self-help book? Yes or no? Uh, do you need one? <laughs> if yes, are you satisfied with the results? Yes or no? Uh, if you answered no to the previous question, what stopped your progress or caused your dissatisfaction? Because I know that if you go through this simple little workbook, and it it's only 29 pages, and then there's another 30 or so pages of appendix that show you how to do a business plan, show you how to do different things in your life, how to get access to information and things like that. And we're going to make some changes there. Uh, I point out how people can be uh, in the real estate market. And I know I got you to be in the real estate market mm -hmm. and you got enough of your friends to come down <laughs> here so that <laughs> you learned what you needed to know yeah. about the real estate business and got your friends to come down and, and enjoy this beautiful weather too. And, you know, those are things that, that I want to help people do. Um, uh, would you purchase a self-help book if you could speak to or contact the author directly and ask questions and receive mentoring? Yes or no? And in that, right now, any person that goes online and purchases our book, you will be, that sudden uh, successorfailure.org go on the website look at it you can purchase the book there just download it and if you go through it and you have any questions then you're free to 
to contact me uh, at tom at successorfailure.org, and I will answer your questions, usually within 24 hours. And just want you to know that uh, sometimes I'm a little slow, but I'm doing between 400 and 650 emails a day. So I'm, you're not going to get a big dissertation back. <laughs> so, and then the last question is, have you ever heard the book of the book, Success or Failure, The Choice is Yours, or visited our website, www.successorfailure.org, uh, and I'm trying to get people to understand that you can go on our, our website uh, and, and look at the book. You can go to, uh, you can contact us here at uh, 1-917-388-4162, and uh, you can call in and, and get answer questions or you can go online to boomer and no excuse me blog talk radio backslash boomer and babe dot com and you can look at our show you can listen to the show that we had today or any of the other ones that we've archived we're looking for people that that want to join us in in helping other people improve even if it's them they themselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you know other people that could use this information. Uh, <laughs> we're perfectly willing to have you have them go online and, and get the book. But remember, if you buy the book now online, then when the new book comes out, you'll get a free copy of it. It's a $20 book. You'll get a free copy. Uh, I pay shipping and handling and uh you and you know that the proceeds from the book go to help autistic kids. I have a program here at Sun City Country Club where we're helping kids uh on the autism spectrum and uh we're able to help quite a few kids. We it's really a heartwarming class and to see people that are said that they can't be productive to become productive and that's really part of it. Uh, And then uh, the last thing I want to mention is that we're doing a a program called uh, a GPS golf program in schools where we're going to be bringing Terry and I and uh, two other gentlemen are putting together a program to teach uh, kids in uh, high school. We're going to be teaching freshmen at Peoria High School uh, starting in May. life lessons from golf. We're not trying to teach them to be great golfers or tour professionals. We want to introduce them to golf and why it's good for young people. Learn to be ladies and gentlemen. Learn etiquette and social skills and physical activity that also uh, can lead to scholarships and 22 different jobs uh, and career opportunities in the game of golf. So that's that's really the program for today as far as I I have. Yeah. Do you have yeah. any more? <clears throat> no, no, I think we're excited about that. I think there's opportunities there for us, again, to, to give back, uh, but also to help kids learn life lessons, but also get an entree into a, a great lifetime sport. Yeah. And, and so we're excited about that coming up uh, later on. Very good. That's, okay. that's, that's it for me. So. Well, with that, we want to thank you for joining us on Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. 
We hope you'll join us next month. We are live at 9 a.m. on the last Wednesday of each month, or you can listen to us anytime on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash boomer and babe. In the meantime, feel free to comment and join us in the discussion by emailing us at successorfailure.org. Once again, this is Dr. Terry Munther and Tom Legering reminding you that success or failure, the choice is yours. You've been listening to Success or Failure with Tom Legering and Terry Munther. Success or Failure is a Boomer and the Babe Enterprises radio production. Contact them at boomerandthebabe.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.